My name is Steve Layton, and I travel the world finding amazing and delicious coffee for you to drink at home. Some make coffee difficult to understand and complicated, but here it's my job to make it easy and fun and tell you what's in my mug. Hello everyone and welcome to In My Mug. Um, yes, thank you for joining me as always. Um, news! Um, we have a very special gift pack coming up for Christmas. There's going to be more over the next few weeks. But if you are looking for the present for that coffee fan in your life, um, hang on in there just for a couple of weeks. It's going to be pretty special. Um, we should talk about this week's coffee. This week's coffee come, uh, comes from Costa Rica. And the coffee I kind of, for the last couple of years, been calling Monty Burns um, because it's called Monty Brias and it just kind of fits. Uh, but it has a very, very complicated long name. Um, so we should start with why it's called what it is. Well, the mill, the mill is called Monte Brias. The farm is called Finca Salaca. Um, and it is a typical varietal. Um, and unlike in previous years, this is a naturally processed coffee, not one of the honeys that they do. Um, so it's quite cool to be able to share this one with you. Um, it is uh, a tiny lot. Uh, it's an experimental lot. It is an exclusive for anybody who subscribes to In My Mug. So if you're not an In My Mug subscriber, then you can't try this coffee. And that just tells you you should be a subscriber. You should sign up and get the coffees every week. Um, but the coffee comes from the Western Valley, um, from the region of Cesaro. Um, the, the mill is extremely close to uh, Gilio, who's a, a coffee that we've had before. We've had Finca La Casa. Um, but this Salaka is located at 1,750 metres above sea level and is owned by Luis Salazar. Um, and he has a total of 12 hectares, which is actually quite a lot in Costa Rica, uh, of which 11 are for coffee production and one hectare is the family house and the cupping lab and the processing and drying tables. Um, the family have been farming for years, uh, for around about 50 years, um, but Monte Brias, which is the name, Monty Burns, um, is a new miller. I think this is its fourth year of production. Uh, I've visited a couple of times now. Um, they have a very small amount of coffee coming through that mill. Um, and they, um, a few years ago, they didn't even have enough to sell me. Uh, but after I visited, they promised to save me some. And now they've started to do these other uh, experimental lots, which is very, very exciting. So what we should do, uh, we should go and do focus on um, but at the end of the focus on, uh, sorry, fact file, we don't do focus on anymore, fact file. At the end of the fact file, I'm going to show you a little video from uh, Lewis as well, so you can kind of get to meet him. So welcome to this week's fact file. Figures may change because we may have got it wrong. Um, but we're looking down to Costa Rica. Um, so here we are, the beautiful country of Costa Rica. And uh, 93,000 hectares are devoted to coffee which, uh, yeah, it's a lot. It's a, it's a good coffee producer. It's the 13th biggest coffee producer. I hope that isn't unlucky for them. Um, but here we have the total coffee production around about 1.8 million bags, which is around 108,000 metric tons. So again, heaps and heaps of coffee. Common varietals, where you find things like Katura, Mundanovu, Katayi, Villa Sachi, Bourbon. I mean, they really do play with varietals there. A lot of geishas too. Um, Coffee's grown 1,000 to 1,700 metres above sea level, roughly. Uh, some do go a little higher. We have 18 farms that we work with that has been. 
uh, with Costa Rica. So uh, again, fairly impressive. Well, let's look at the uh, Finca Salaca stuff. So uh, Micromillis Montebrias, Farmeries Luis Salza, hect 12 hectare farm, Villa Sarchi, Catura and Tipica, altitude 750 meters, and the region is Zarcero. The factful. So, um, why honeys, uh, first of all? So, what, what, you know, kind of, what challenges does it pose and um, what do you enjoy about making these honey processed coffees? ¿Por qué mieles? Primero que nada, ¿y qué es lo que te reta producir mieles? ¿Y qué es lo que te encanta producir mieles? Bueno, sí, es un reto, realmente es difícil. It's a real challenge, it's very difficult. Pero es muy gratificante, muy bonito cuando uno ya lo logra, o sea, ya tiene el... El producto en la mano y... It's gratifying to when, when, you, when you make it and when the product is already in your hand. Y cuando ya lo catan y, y, y obtiene un buen resultado, pues todavía uno se siente más satisfecho y más contento. And even better when you receive feedback that the cupping went very well, like you did today. So, uh, black honeys um, pose their own unique challenges. Um, what's the hardest thing about making a black honey? Eh, con respecto al miel negra, eh, que te trae algunos retos, ¿cuáles son los retos que vos considerás para producir miel negra, café miel negra, black honey? Bueno, el, 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 el que logre, el logre hacerse negra, se ocupa, se ocupa que una vez que está oreado, necesitamos guardarlo allá en aquella bodeguita, las noches, para que él logre y vaya tomando el color. So one of the um, practices we've noticed is that with the black honey, uh, to be able to get that color, we have to store it in the garage back there, under uh, the shade. So we combined sun drying and shade drying. And at night, when we put those um, hills of coffee together under the shade in the garage, that's where it starts to take that black color. How long has he and his family been involved in coffee, and what problems do, what problems have been faced kind of recently with you know, changing markets and things? ¿Cuánto tiene tu familia estar en café? Tus abuelos, tus bisabuelos. Fifty years or more. ¿Y cuáles han sido, digamos, los 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 grandes eh, retos que han encontrado con respecto a precios y a crisis y que montaron el micro beneficio hace cuánto bueno precisamente por, la, por las crisis de los precios y con la idea de bueno mi mamá es enamorada del proceso my mom is in love with coffee and uh, of the farm and the process of coffee and due to the crisis we decided to establish a micro mill pero para poder hacer la actividad rentable decidimos entrar a esto a ver si logramos sobrevivir en el, en el mercado and to be able to see this as a profitable business we decided to put the, the micro mill and start positioning our coffee in the niche markets porque si no de la otra forma la actividad o sea, tendríamos que eliminarla, no podríamos... Because the other way, which is just producing cherry and delivering cherry, we will need to eliminate the activity, I mean, eliminate the coffee plants. Entonces decidimos iniciar hace cuatro años. We decided four years ago. Para ver si logramos, logramos hacer sostenible la actividad y... So we can make this a sustainable activity. Y, y poder continuar con la, 
And so we can be able to continue with the family tradition of growing coffee. And how successful has that been, been like selling to micro-roasters like us and, and uh, other, other roasters? Um, has, it, has it been successful and saved what they're que ha sido efectivamente eh, un buen cambio y ha sido eh, hasta cierto punto positivo el venderle a nicho de mercado a micro tostadores? Sí. Yes. And, and where else does he, where else is his coffee sold? Who, who... Eh, ¿Dónde se va tu café? Japón. Corea, Korea, England, Japan, Norway, Australia, US. And what does he think about all these crazy people turning up to come and look at his farm? ¿Y qué piensa usted de todos estos tostadores locos que vienen a conocer su proceso y su finca? Excelente. Can say nothing else. Gracias, muchas gracias. So as you can see, Lewis is a very cool guy, very motivated to do quality, really wants to improve the farm. Um, to get a better idea of where the farm is at, we should go to this week's map bit. So here we are, has been coffee, up, up and away, across that Atlantic, um, and over we go to Costa Rica. Um, so let's focus down to Costa Rica. Some of those texts are quite big, aren't they? Costa Rica, locks on houses, doors and gates almost always work backwards. Almost, that's a good cop out, isn't it? That's just like the fact, uh, uh, the, the fact file thingy, focus on whatever it's called now. But let's um, scroll down to Finca Salaca. Um, Finca Salaca here, uh, oh, we've gone past. Okay, highest point is Ciro Shirapiro, which is 3,810 metres. Lowest point is the Pacific Ocean. Hopefully we'll get a chance just to whiz round. There we go, look at that. And there we go, Finca Salaka. So, in the valley, um, protected from the winds, but has enough uh, kind of sun and all the rest of it to make that great. Here we go, this is uh, Lewis from uh, Finca Salaco. Here's some of the honey in that they had going, and um, yeah, the, just some of the processing. This isn't a honey, of course, this is a natural, but I thought this would be worth showing you. These are the honeys, the white honeys drying. Um, here's the view of the farm from, from high up. Um, it really is super close to the town, um, and that was the map bit. Okay, so we're back and um, I'll dive into the brewed coffee. Love these mugs, they've got a weird shaped bottom from Loveramics, really enjoying them. And look at my, my red tie and my Chemex, you should be impressed. Um, I quite like red, I don't know if you've noticed. Mm. So this is, I say this every time we get a natural, and Partly it's because it's what I'm always looking for in natural, but it's very clean. It doesn't have any of those barnyardy tastes to it. It does have like a pruney taste to it. So think tinned prunes. It's got that really kind of like fruity, but kind of chewy flavor to it. Um, and quite apt for this time of year. A little bit of a Christmas cake kick to it as well. Um, it's kind of just like chewy and mouthfeel and thick and viscous. Um, it's very, very cool. Um, mm. 
really like the whole Mayfield part of it. Okay, um, let's get him up. He's been gone for a while, but Roland's daft fact. The town of Zarcero only has a population of 4,000, but in the town square it has some very interesting topiary of animals. It's true. What Roland talks about there is true. The town of Zarcero does have topiary in some very weird looking animals. Search Zarcero in topiary and you'll understand exactly what I mean. Um, very, very odd shapes indeed. Right, I'm going to call for my cappuccinos. Hey, my cappuccino! Honestly, you can't get the staff. Like, I asked for cappuccinos. I asked for red cups. I got black cups. My cappuccino's taken for ages. I'm going to sack Chris Glover Price. I'm not. He's lovely, really. Um, he pulled them and they weren't quite right, so he re-pulled them. I was expecting him to follow me through once I brought this in. So, let's dive straight into the espresso. And the espresso is just like super, 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 super sweet. Um, that Christmas cake is there again, um, but it is like brown sugar sweet. Um, it's really got like, like toasted flavor to it. Great espresso. Mm, really good. I haven't had espresso for a couple of days as well. I've missed that. Uh, into the milk. And I think it's really gonna work well here. And I'm not disappointed, it does work really well here. You get a lot of that sticky kind of Christmassy cake flavor coming through. And those prunes are elements, like the prunes weren't here so much. It's weird, they are here and they really were there. Um, but it's very specific tin prunes, that kind of sweet sticky prune. Um, but that is absolutely fantastic. Thank you for joining me, thank you very much. Um, thank you for watching. And do remember, life is definitely too short for bad coffee.